Thank you for tuning in to Diaries of a Dom, plus questions answered for my Storytime Sunday, Part 6, with me, Chastity Queen. Before we continue the story, don't forget to subscribe to my OnlyFans under Chastity Queen, where I have over 7,000 photos and close to 800 videos to enjoy and more content coming often. And if you want a fantastic chastity device or a high-quality strap-on, go to Locked in Lust for the vice or the crotch rocket and use my premium 15% off discount code, Chastity Queen. You can also follow me on Twitter as Chastity Queen at Queen of Lockup, where I post updates and pictures and polls for you to engage in And you can also follow me on FetLife under Chastity-Queen, where I welcome friend requests and followers too. Please take a minute after the story to write a review. It really makes a difference for me, and I truly appreciate it. Mr. Big Cock had come all over my chest and my nipples, and it felt so warm and so relaxing on my skin. He got up and collected his clothing and put his suit pants and his suit jacket on and tied up his tie and he said, I'll see you again, mistress. Thank you for the fun time. And of course, I said, you're always welcome to return. Just give me a text when you have a minute later on. He had to go off to work and he had a pretty busy work life, so this was his time when he visited to completely relax and I could tell that he was rejuvenated and feeling very refreshed and very happy with himself. So I waved goodbye to him as I lay on the bed. I looked over at Victor and I said, Victor, I need you to undo Bunny, undo the restraints so that He can go and clean me up. So Victor went over to Bunny and unbuckled the cuffs on the wrists and ankles and and the ball gag was no longer in his mouth. And I said, okay, Bunny, I want you to go to the bathroom and get a face cloth and I want it to be rinsed out nice and warm and get a basin of soapy water. I want you to come and I want you to wipe my chest off. I need it nice and clean. So my slave bunny obeyed and went to the bathroom and I could hear him rinsing out a dry face cloth and making it all wet and filling up a basin with some soapy water. He brought it over to me to the side of the bed and began to clean me off. There was a lot of cum and he needed to clean a lot of that off of me. He dipped the face cloth back in the water and rinsed it and rang it out again and wiped me some more and went back into the bathroom and dumped that dirty water out and refreshed the face cloth and brought it back over for one last final touch. 
He was such an obedient slave, and he knew how to take care of his queen. So now, Bunny, thank you. That feels so good. What I want you to do is I want you to go downstairs, and I want you to prepare some dinner, some steaks, some potatoes, maybe some nice green string beans. And I want to spend some alone time with Victor now. Bunny, of course, agreed and said, yes, queen, curtsied, went down the stairs and into the kitchen to do his sissy duties of cleaning and preparing a nice dinner table for his queen and her lover. You know, Victor, Bunny is so excited to prepare a meal for us. He knows that we're going to spend some good quality time together now. He can't always be watching us playing. And Victor looked at me and smiled. He says, I was hoping that you would spend some alone time with me, mistress. I was really excited by the surprise that you brought to, to me in the way of Mr. Big Cock, but I certainly was taken aback by it. And I didn't quite know what to make of it, but I sure did enjoy the show. Well, you certainly deserve a reward for being such an obedient and accommodating lover. So I'm going to reward you with a tantric massage, my dear. You were so good while I was pleased, and now I'm going to test you in a new way. In fact, I was testing you with Mr. Big Cock to see if you could handle me bringing in a third partner to play with, and you surprisingly took to it quite well. I'm going to play with you and edge you, and I need you to lie on the bed on your back. So Victor got up on the bed and laid on his back, and I went over to the side table and I grabbed a pretty red silk scarf, and I wrapped it around his face to cover his eyes. The effects of having no vision and being blindfolded was so much more powerful. You know, Victor, I could easily take full advantage of you while you're blindfolded and have sex with you and ride you until you came. But I'm not going to. I have much more restraint than that. You know it. There have been so many times in my dungeon when you've come to me as a client and I played with you and I edged you and I sounded you and I told you you were not allowed to come until I gave you permission. Victor nodded his head, yes, yes, mistress, I know. And you put me into subspace every single time and I would love that again. Well, Victor, that's what's going to happen now and what I'm going to do is I'm going to train you how to have multiple orgasms through edging because really, Edging for men is just as similar as having multiple orgasms for women. And that is what you are going to do. I want you to learn 
how to orgasm like a woman over and over and over again without letting any come out of your body. Oh, mistress, that sounds so good. I can't wait. I reached over and I grabbed the virgin organic coconut oil that was beside me and I took the lid off and I put my hand inside and brought out a nice scoop into the palms of my hands and I let the oil warm up against my skin and then I rubbed my hands together and I let the oil drip onto his chest. I rubbed him all over his chest and all over his nipples and I bent down and I kissed gently each nipple one at a time using the tongue to circle each nipple. The coconut oil tasted so good against my mouth. I began rubbing and stroking his body with firm motions left and right, circling around his body. I leaned over and I gave him a kiss on the mouth. He could taste the coconut against my lips and on my tongue, and it tasted heavenly as he continued to breathe deeply. He was moaning and groaning and loving every moment of it. I moved down on his body, and then I flipped myself facing his feet and started to put more coconut oil into the palms of my hand, getting them warm, and I slathered oil all over his pelvis and his penis and his testicles and in between his testicles all throughout and down his inner thighs and rubbed and stroked. I focused on his shaft and I focused on the head of his penis. He was moaning and moaning, and I knew he was coming close to the edge, so I stopped. I tapped him lightly on the testicles to have him abruptly come out of that headspace so that he wouldn't come. I didn't want him to come. And I continued. And I rubbed his penis. I rubbed just under his head his frenum with my finger just gently and I was using my fingernails my slightly pointed fingernails and stroking up and down his shaft that was slick with the coconut oil and it felt like little tantalizing touches those fingers so he could feel the vibration of excitement going through his groin and up into his shaft from his testicles and pushing blood thicker and harder and deeper and stronger into his shaft. 
He was getting close again, and I had to stop. The feeling of my thighs and my spread vagina and my spread ass on his stomach was almost too much to control. He wanted to touch me, and I took his hands that were beside him, and I placed them on my ass. So you can hold on to my ass there, Victor, while I play with you. And he started rubbing my back, grabbing onto my hips as I rubbed and stroked and touched and made him edge again, slightly tapping his testicles as I stopped touching Keeping full control over his orgasms, I was in charge. I was in control of Victor's orgasms. He was not allowed to come, and he knew it. And he did not even want to come. He loved this sensation of tease and denial. And tease and denial again. And he waited for the moment where he would climax and then stop. I would stop all interaction with my hands to his skin. And as soon as he relaxed, I would go back and start to tantalize and tease his penis and stroke it, sometimes fast, sometimes slow, sometimes with one hand, sometimes with two. At times, I would be playing with his testicles and his shaft, all at once. It was almost too much to handle. It was so exciting and erotic. And then I took some more coconut oil in my hands. He had edged about five times at this point, and he was really excited and horny. Then I slathered my hands once more with the coconut oil and dripped it on his shaft and his testicles. But this time, I went in behind and started to play with his ass just on the outside, encircling it round and round and stroking it between the testicles and the ass. Back and forth, I would stroke and stroke and he knew that at some point I was going to penetrate him with my finger. He didn't know when, but he knew that that was my plan. So I started to stroke him on the outside and stroke his pea spot, the little walnut spot that was raised and excited, and I could feel it through the skin. I could feel it through his flesh that hard, round, walnut-sized piece that I could access from the outside and even further through the inside. Every time I take you to the edge, Victor, and you know, I know when that is, I want you to feel that orgasm without any coming. Yes, mistress, I have. feels so good. I continued to stroke him, and his cock was getting so hard. I shuffled my ass up a little further up his chest, 
and I decided to increase the tease by using my mouth. I leaned over and I kissed the tip of his head. And then I put my mouth and my lips over top of his head and encircled it with my tongue and sucked it, lifted off, and then played some more with my hands at his testicles and beneath his testicles and playing with his ass. Then I put my mouth down on it again and I was licking the shaft up and down and slowly and then faster and faster. I wanted to bring him to the edge again and then abruptly stop. And I did. He came so close I could taste the pre-cum in my mouth. I lifted my head up. I said, you're not going to come. He said, no, mistress, I promise. This feels so good. I said, well, what I'm doing with you is a very ancient practice. I put my mouth back down on him and I went as far down on his cock as my mouth could handle. And I took his cock deep into my throat and I pulled up and stroked his shaft with my lips as I raised my head up and down. I could tell he was getting very close to the edge and so I had to be extremely cautious with each movement that I made. I had to be very deliberate in my actions. I took my mouth off and I blew a breath of cool air onto him to reduce the tension and reduce the excitement. And then I continued on and I put my finger down and encircled his ass again and rubbed it and rubbed it and rubbed it until I decided that it was time to insert my fingers. This position was perfect to reach the P-spot. I slowly lifted my body and shoved two fingers gently into his ass cupping them so that I could reach the P-spot, the little walnut-shaped spot in his ass, and it was really hard and pulsating. I could feel it pulsing and pulsing and pulsing with excitement. I had felt that before, and I pushed in and out, and I rubbed gently with both fingers, with the tips of my fingers, and he was groaning and he began to beg to come. Oh, please, mistress, please. I just really want to come now. No. No, Victor. You are practicing restraint. You're learning how to orgasm and stay dry. I don't want you to have a wet orgasm. I want you to learn denial. and I want you to learn how to edge and orgasm repeatedly. Yes, queen, I understand. Knowing that he was getting very excited by my penetrative fingers, I decided I'd better take my fingers out and give him a minute to compose himself. So I 
took my fingers out and I got off of him and I went to the bathroom. And I washed my fingers and took my time as he laid there, desperately wondering what I was going to do next. His eyes were in the blindfold and he did not know what to expect. I went over to my side table, my pretty blue vanity, and I pulled a black silk scarf and a tan and red silk scarf from my shelf. And I brought them over to him as he lay there erect. And I took them and I cascaded them. I canopied them over top of his body. And I dragged them and pulled them over his skin. And the feeling of the dragging of the silk over his body added to the sensation of what had just been happening to him already. And he became more and more erotically charged. I kept on dragging the scarves on his body and rubbing them on his cock and down his arms and down his legs, across his chest, slowly giving him electrifying sensations over his body, over his flesh. And I was so pleased with myself because I knew I had teased him to the edge of bliss and that is where I wanted him. He was moaning in a rhythmic pattern as he breathed deeply through his body, through his mouth, through his nose and out, and he couldn't get enough. I knew at this point he was in subspace. After playing with the scarves for a few minutes, I put them aside and I got back up on the bed and I climbed on him and I straddled him with my warm, erotic body, enveloping him, my ass, and my thick legs, covering him in warmth. The feeling was so comforting and exciting all at once. I played with his nipples. I put my mouth down on his and I kissed him. And I lifted my face away from his face, and I looked at him as he had a blindfold on, and I lifted my body up just a little bit, and I took my pussy lips and I settled them gently down just on the head of his cock, just the head, just the tip, and I said that to him, Victor, just the tip, that's all you get, that's all you get is just the tip inside of me. Then I lifted my body back up, started stroking it with my hands again. With each motion, he got more excited and groaned louder and louder. I wondered if Bunny could hear us. Things in the kitchen seemed like they were cooking. I could smell the food. But I could not hear any commotion in the kitchen. And I thought, oh my goodness, I would not even doubt that there's somebody listening at the door. And I looked over at the door, and on bended knee was Bunny. And I looked at Bunny and I said, Bunny, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry, my queen, I just wanted to let you know that 
Supper should be ready in about 10 minutes. <laughs> I laughed. I said, you little brat, you don't come up here without my permission. Do you understand me? I did not ask you to come up here and announce that dinner would be served. Now, did I? No, queen, you didn't. I just thought it might be a good idea. I looked at him and I said, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Get back downstairs get our meal together, get the table set, and wait for us at the table. We will be down in five minutes. Yes, Queen, I'm sorry, Queen. And I will be punishing you after Victor leaves for your disobedience. Yes, Queen, of course, Queen. I apologize, my Queen. So Bunny went back downstairs, and I looked over at Victor, and I knew he was in a state of absolute rapture. He felt so good. I liked being in control of a man's body, and I knew at this moment I was in control of Victor's body. What he didn't understand at this point was what I was planning on doing next. Mr. Victor, just wait there, I've got one more thing to do. And I went over to my vanity and I opened the drawer, and I pulled something out that I had already planned and prepared for in advance. I brought it over to the bed, and with a few swift motions, I put the tube on his cock and the ring around his testicles, and I slid the lock through the holes, and I shut the lock tightly. Click. Now, Victor, I've edged you many times now and you are officially locked up in chastity. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go down and have a nice dinner with Bunny as you sit there desperately wanting to have sex with me, but you cannot. You're my chaste little slave now, and I'm going to hold the keys around my neck. Do you understand? Oh, yes, I do. Mistress, thank you, mistress. This has been the best experience of my life. I absolutely adore you. And I absolutely love the training that you're giving me. I never want to be your client again. All I want is to be your lover. From here on in. Well, of course, I've taken you as my lover, and that is how it will be. So let's get ready, and let's go downstairs and have some dinner. Thank you, mistress. You're welcome, Victor. Thank you again for tuning in to my podcast, Diaries of a Dom, plus questions answered for my part six of my story time. I always have fun with the new adventures as each unfolds for all of you who listen. And I look forward to part seven. It's going to be very exciting. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to my OnlyFans. And if you need a chastity device, I highly recommend that you get one. And you can go to lockedinlust.com 
get your chastity device there using discount code chastity queen. You can also purchase a high quality strap on called the crotch rocket from locked in lust for the promo or discount code of 15% off using chastity queen. You can also follow me on Twitter as chastity queen at queen of lockup. And you can friend me or follow me on FetLife under chastity-queen. Also, once again, please take a minute after this story to write a review. It really makes a difference for me. So until next time, my lovelies, bye for now.